Sure, gang, eh? welcome back to yet another episode of After School is After School with your girl, Sis G.U. Yeah, I am excited to be back for another episode, but I am a little bit nervous about this episode just because the topic at hand is something I grew up believing that one doesn't speak about, or rather that's how I was kind of made to feel, even if it wasn't my family's intention, really, you know, especially as a black child and especially as a Christian girl, navigating sex has been such a journey for me and sex has meant different things to me at different points in my life. Um, and looking back at it now, it's just, it's so interesting to see what it is that I believed at a certain point in my life. Um, and what I believe now and what I know of it now and what I know now is what I wish I'd been you. I knew back then because like, it just sucked feeling as if I had no one to talk to about sex, you know, like I am in a black household you kind of have the talk with your parents where they kind of tell you about sex, but even so like, yeah, I'm not really sure about that talk that they give you. Hey, like it's, it's not in depth because they're too shy to be in depth. You feel awkward. I don't know, man. So I couldn't really come to anyone at home about sex (laughs) and I definitely couldn't be talking about it in the church. You know, just the fact that I had thoughts I felt was like such a bad, such a bad thing. And that I was sinning and, yeah, so it sex was just something I really had to navigate by myself or rather like with my friends. Um, but it just felt like the blind leading the blind at some point because neither of us knew what one. Like we didn't know what we were doing. We we're all kind of trying things for the first time and learning at the same rate as each other-ish, you know? Um, I really wish that I had had someone to be like, yo, bro, what is this? What happens when you do the what and the who and like... Yeah, just someone to 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 really like help guide me or just give me a better understanding. And obviously, sex is a very personal experience, so I can only really speak to what I know. But as mentioned before, I live in a black household. And yeah, I think the first time I had come to know of sex was obviously in primary school because you have that workshop. I forget what it's called. But you have that workshop, and I guess it told me some things. And then you enter high school. And I went to a co-ed school, so all the boys were just like sex crazed. And I felt as if I learned about sex in a very aggressive manner. Like it was not shoved down my throat, but you know, like ah, niggas watching porn or just showing very sexual videos or speaking very openly about their sexual experiences. And at the time, they obviously weren't speaking with like care or caution you know it was just very normal for boys to be like yeah I fucked her and it was shit and yo her pussy smell like you know so like that's what I was hearing and I remember in high school I thought to myself I never want to share my pussy with anybody ew I would pass away if I'm the topic of discussion like this you know and yeah, I just, I just wasn't really willing to explore and the conversations that were happening around me didn't necessarily make me too keen for sex either. But at the same time, I also remember feeling like, hey, bruh, people are popping pussies. You know what I'm saying? People are having the sex and you ain't doing it. What's that about? But then I realized that like, I just, 
at the time I felt like I had no business having sex. I just, I didn't know. I don't know. I just didn't care much for it. Um, but I was like open to experimenting ish, but then varsity was where the big shift happened for me and experiencing sex. So obviously you are now out of your parents' home. I went to UCT, grew up in Johannesburg. So, you know, I'm away from home. I got some freedom. I'm at Rez. It's a motherfucking good time. I can do my shit the whole night. You know, whatever I want. Zyasha. Um, <laughs> so I obviously get to varsity and I, at the time, looking back at it now, I definitely just knew nothing about sex. Like I, I knew nothing. I knew nothing about my own pleasure. I knew nothing about what sex should be like, should feel like. I, yeah, I kind of feel like varsity was a deep end for me and I quickly had to gather what it meant. But even so, before I get into that, I grew up in the church and I am Christian and I love the Lord and I'm obviously human. Um, and I had thoughts growing up and I didn't necessarily have an outlet. So I kind of had to navigate, but I also felt too scared to try just because of the shame that's like associated with having premarital sex. So like, I feel like I also suppressed myself and my own experiences um, growing up because I just, I did not want to be the girl that was doing those kind of things. And at the time, I feel like that was not the norm, but like the chat, like you don't want to be that honey. That's, you know, like, oh, I was so, the word's not coming to me. I want to say not encaged, but my, I was, I was in a box really. And whatever was said to me was the truth. Like whatever my parents expected of me, I wanted to do whatever I was, or however I was told to act from church, I wanted to, to be like, um, so yeah, I didn't really allow myself to explore. So obviously I get to varsity and now I have all this freedom trail, but I don't even really know myself what's happening. And my first experience of sex I kind of went against the grain in that, like I, the, when I first really truly started engaging in sex, it was in a re it was in a relationship and in a safe space. And I had a lot of freedom and time to explore sex in that space. And because it was with one person, um, it made it that much easier for me, you know? So I often laugh with my friends. Where I'm like, I started off the opposite way. Like I grew into good sex. Like that's all I knew. And also good sex, that's so vague because what is good sex? You know, that it, it's so subjective, but I mean, according to my definition of it, like I was having a good time and then I became single and I kind of was experiencing what my friends had experienced in the beginning of their sexual lives. So that's also been quite interesting. Like the conversations that we have and realizing that, yo, maybe not that I was lucky off, but like, I'm grateful for how I was introduced to sex and sex in a relationship and just exploring myself sexually and seeing what it is that I like, you know, because, yo, I don't know, man, sex is so, I say to my friends all the time, like sex is so loaded as, as a topic and as a thing, you know, like it's a good feeling. It's a good time. Um, but obviously there are like major consequences if not, if, if you're not engaging in protective sex, you know, and sometimes people, or in my experience in high school and at church, like the bad outcomes, bad outcomes, or, I mean, that's again, a subjective, but the negatives that can come out of sex was so big and they were constantly being reinforced that like, no child, you don't want to pop no pussy because you don't get something like, no child, you don't want to pop no pussy because you're going to have a baby. Like, and I remember in primary school, that was the chop, like have sex, you will have a child. <laughs> like do it 
and you are guaranteed a Dwana. And I was like, there's just no, there's no ways. I can't be a part of that. Um, but I'm at the point now where I, as a young adult, um, experiencing sex has been so much better than my earlier experiences with it for so many different reasons. But, oh, this is so wild to say, but like sex now doesn't feel as uh, traumatic to me. And I feel like because I didn't know what it is that I liked um, and I didn't necessarily have a voice, you know, and I viewed sex as this thing, as, as a tool, like you're supposed to please your man with it, you know, like whatever a man wants in the bedroom is what you need to give him. As a woman, if you were a good woman, you will satisfy your man, you will give it to him. No manini, no manjani, you know, and, and that's what I had known it to be. So in my older years, I'm now realizing that I had put myself in certain situations that I didn't need to be in or that I knew I didn't want to be in. And there's nothing worse than being in a sexual experience, knowing that you don't want to do something like, oh, there is nothing worse. Like you, you, in your hearts of hearts, you kind of know, you don't kind of know, you know that you don't want to do this, but you're scared of letting your partner down. You are scared of what may happen to you in that moment. If you say no, um, yeah, you're scared of being the honey that's not gonna like give up or like you're scared your man is going to walk out because you're not giving him any, like there's so many notions that had existed in my mind. And because of that, again, I found myself doing things that I didn't necessarily want to do. And in my older years now, I've obviously grown to find my voice uh, and even in the bedroom. And I'm so proud of myself for that. Like, I feel like I have so much, I don't know if controls the word, but I feel, yeah, I feel more in control of my sex life. And I didn't feel that way before because of how I viewed sex and it being like a tool or a reward. So now it's cool because every time I do engage, it really truly is under circumstances that I want to engage in. Like I want to be here. Um, I feel safe. I feel heard. I let it be known what it is I like and do not like. And I feel like it's so hard as a hun to explore that, you know, because I don't really know men to be open to hearing that you aren't pleased or that you don't like something or that they just don't know what they're doing right now. And I know that sometimes in relationships or as women, like you just want to, or you have to in a relationship, like not coddle a man, but brush his ego and, and keep him feeling much on like he's the guy. But that time he's doing nothing for you, dude, you're bored. It's, it's like you actually can't wait to go to your friends and be like, wow, actually, it's that one way you can't even tell your friends it was that bad. You know, when you're ashamed and you just wish the situation did not happen. Like, oh, there's just nothing worse than not wanting to do something or not feeling like you can't say something because your partner is not going to take it well. And that's just the opposite of what I do now. Like I will let it be known what it is I like and don't like. And if we're in the middle of something and I don't like it, I can say that. And finding that voice has been so hard for me. Finding my voice in general in life has been so hard because I have silenced myself for so many different reasons. And I'll do a whole episode about that, but especially in the bedroom, like you are, you're most vulnerable. You're so scared of what you look like, <gasps> you know, like you're naked, hey, you're nunu. And this person is just seeing you and you're seeing them. And it's like, I can't hide behind anything. You're seeing it all, baby. You're seeing it all. And that can be very daunting and just a very vulnerable space to be in. So to have to like muster the courage to even speak and say what it is you want is, hey, brah, I've come a long way. I've come a long way. And I want everyone to be able 
to get there because you deserve it. And the biggest thing I want to get across in this episode is that sex is supposed to be enjoyed. Uh, and there's no shame, especially as a woman, in, in enjoying sex. And people feel comfortable having sex in different situations. Some people only feel comfortable having sex in marriage. Like, that's what they want. We're going to respect that. There's some people who only want to do it in a relationship. We're going to respect that. There's some people who just want to do it whenever they feel like doing it. And there's like no science to it. You know, it's like, it's a feeling, it's now. Whatever it is, in however way you're engaging in sex, you should always enjoy it. Like, even if you're not having sex in a relationship, there is a certain level of respect that interaction needs to have. What's also been a trip for me is navigating sex while my body fluctuates. Just because when I had initially started being sexually active, I was a lot smaller. And even then I was so self-conscious, you know, like at the time I didn't realize just how banging my body was. Haha, <laughs> would love to go back there. But yeah, I was so self-conscious. And because it was the first time I was showing a partner my privates or them having seen me naked, I was just in my head a lot until I wasn't, you know, and I obviously got to a point where I grew really comfortable with this person. And I was just like, okay, yo, we're going to do this all the time. What's up? Um, but as I started to gain weight and having to navigate sex no longer in a relationship, that's been so much of a trip. I've said this before to my friends that I wish I only started having sex when I loved my body just because it's so much more fun now. Like I'm so much more liberated. I really don't really care what you see, you know, like if I'm choosing to engage with you, then you're going to see it all. Um, and it's beautiful in the shape that I'm in right now with the weight that I've gained. I know that because I've gained weight, it doesn't now mean that I'm not desirable or that I'm not beautiful. And I had to learn that. And I obviously didn't have that growing up. And now I feel like I have a lot more agency over sex in my body. That's the word I was looking for earlier. So yeah, but it's also just been a trip having to share my body when I'm not, not having to, because you never have to do anything, but wanting to share my body with someone when I'm not necessarily happy with the way I look that has hindered me from enjoying like when I'm just in my head super self-conscious like oh we can't do this position because then my stomach is warm my leg can't then I just I don't know it takes away from the experience and I've just learned to not do that and I've learned to love my body and just trust what my body can do and what it looks like but also what's been crazy is that my body, as much as it has changed physically, even when it comes to touch, like what I used to like is definitely not what I like now. Like it's crazy to me how different my body is and how different the things that I need in a sexual experience are now in comparison to what I needed then. You know, maybe I'm lying. Maybe I've always needed the same things, but I just had I just didn't have the courage to say in the past because I wanted to be a cool girl and just please oh. Lord, please unshackle all the cool girls. Yeah, and I won't lie and say that I haven't necessarily felt some guilt having experienced sexual experiences and not being married, you know, because that's the thing, like you're supposed to wait until marriage. But I don't know, man, each person's journey is different. And I, I don't know, man, I really just view my relationship with God as just that. It's myself and him. Like I respond to him, it is our personal relationship. How other people navigate their relationships with God has nothing to do with me. You know, what you're choosing to do in your life or not choosing to do is your own thing. And as someone who's just trying to get by, because life is hard, I just, I don't have the time or I don't have the interest in criticizing other Christians for how they may navigate sex. Like that is you, that's your business. And 
I did feel guilty at some point for, you know, engaging because I was just like, oh, girl, you so dirty, girl. Like, this ain't how it's supposed to be. You're going to be frowned upon and so forth. But I learned not to care because I realized that this is my life. And there's one person I answer to and that's God. And that's between myself and him, not anyone else. And how other people may feel about your sexual life is the fact that people even want to have opinions on someone else's sexual life is wild. Like, shut the fuck up. It's just such a personal, intimate thing that you should be able to engage in and and experience, like, you know, unashamedly. And I think that's what's made sex what it is for me now. Like now it's about enjoying. It's about feeling good. It is a, it's unlike any other thing you can do, you know. Um, I think it's a very specific feeling. I think it's a, I think it's loaded, but in goodness, and it's it's something that has become good for me now, the older that I've gotten and the more true I am to myself and the more I've known myself. Like, it's just, it's been such a, it's so much easier for me to navigate. Like, I know what I like, I know what I don't like. And I look forward to learning because I don't think you ever stop learning. Like I said, there are things that I maybe used to like in the beginning of my sexual encounters that I don't like now. And the touch I like now isn't what I used to like then. So I don't know what I'll like in a few years time. Like the body's forever changing, I guess. And I think you maybe sometimes react differently to different people. So I'm just excited to continue to learn my body because it's my body. I think what has also made my sexual experiences better is knowing myself more. So I just look forward to that, to just growing and feeling even more liberated and having even better experiences. I think those are just all my thoughts regarding or pertaining to sex right now. Yeah.